Welcome to the Soaring Stories podcast, biz bestie style chats for teen entrepreneurs. I'm Anna, the owner of Anna Made Design Co., a handmade greeting card shop, and the founder of Soaring Together. Here, we'll uncover the stories of young business owners and talk about all things creative writing, marketing, and design. Let's go. Today's guest I'm super excited for because we've actually known each other for two years now. I first met her in a giveaway in March, and that was when we were both doing greeting cards as our main business. Then I was a guest on her podcast called Teen Business Talk, and then ambassador program things when she was doing One Tidy Day. And then we actually got to meet in person since we both live in Colorado. So today's guest is Julia. Julia, would you introduce yourself to our listeners? Well, yeah. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm the owner of Avatari Collective, and I'm 16 years old and a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of our listeners might know you from your other brand, One Tidy Day. When did you first kind of decide or realize that you wanted to transition away from that and try something new? Well, yeah, I don't really know the exact time. I know it was sometime this winter, and then I actually did it, I think, like February. Mm -hmm. Um. But it was a lot of, I think I was just kind of feeling overwhelmed with my business. And I feel like I'm kind of a very different person now than I was when I rebranded to One Tidy Day. And um, I was just thinking about things that might make owning a business easier because I still love it. I just have so much other thing, so many other things going on. And so I kind of wanted to rebrand to something that fit my lifestyle more, just something that would be easier for me to just naturally post about and be able to do and I've been thinking about doing clothing for a while um because I sold a little bit um with one tidy day and just seeing people wear clothing that I'd made or like worked on was so exciting and and so I really loved that and I really kind of wanted to transition it to that so that was just kind of I guess the thought process behind it and I feel like on your podcast one episode someone had asked like if you weren't doing stationary what would you be doing and if I am remembering right, clothing was one of those options. So it's really interesting to see, like, you were like, maybe I'll do this. And now you're actually doing the whole clothing thing. Yeah, I completely forgot about that too. So thanks for, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd always been interested in doing clothing, things like that. And I think it's just something that I'm really excited to start doing more. So, yeah. What did the logistics look like? Like, how did you get rid of or donate or sell all of your products? And then what did it look like going into a whole new product category, trying to figure out manufacturers and all of that? Yeah, well, I'd already done clothing like a little bit before. So I kind of knew what to do with that kind of thing. Um, I think as far as like phasing out one day today, it was a lot harder just because um, I, st- I still have a ton of stuff that I have to think about. Um and I'm still working on that. It was just, life has been so chaotic recently, but, um, there's, I think it all happened really quickly. I just kind of decided to do it. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going all in. So I ordered the things this time around, cause I'd been doing sweatshirts before and I'd been hand cutting, well, not hand cutting, but I'd been using my Cricut to cut like the vinyl and then heat pressing it. And this time I decided I was going to get like, screen print transfers so that I didn't have to do that because that took a long time and again kind of one of the main ideas of moving to this was that it would take not necessarily less of my time but I could still focus on other things while focusing on on my business so um I just 
there were a few things that I kind of changed around from like my previous clothing. Um, but it was really just trying to figure out like how much I need to buy. I bought like not a huge amount just for the first like kind of idea. And I'm really excited just designing new things soon. Um, and I think, I don't know, it was definitely different changing. <laughs> um, but I think it was just really exciting for me to work on something new, work on a new website, work on like new designs and things like that. So yeah. That is so true. Rebranding is one of the most fun things because you get to redo like, oh, I've learned all of these different things about a website and now I can redo that or like branding. Um, you also turned One Tidy Day into kind of like a branding, not agency, but like boutique brand designer type of thing. Can you tell us for anyone who's like, I need a new logo or I need a new brand and I'm not a designer myself. How can people work with you on that? Yeah, well, I haven't really been focusing as much on that lately, but I think, um, yeah, I changed it into evident and then I changed the account back to one page a day just so that I can like kind of phase out some things. But yeah, I am, um, I make logos, like business cards, things like that. Mostly logos, I would say. Um, and I think most of the time, like when someone orders or something like that, I will send them a few questions, like kind of what's the name of your brand? What kind of things do you want in it? What kind of colors are you looking for? Um, or like fonts that you really know that you want. And um, I just kind of go from there. And then I let them kind of tell me what I make like a rough draft of the logo and then they kind of tell me, oh, maybe this color should be like a little darker or I want the font to be like a little moved down or something like that. And then I'll kind of change the logos, make it so that it fits everyone. And yeah, that is something that I love doing. And I've done like free logo things and stuff before just because it's a really fun part of design that I absolutely love. So and one thing that's really interesting about your logos is that you definitely have your own style that you've used for your own design. But then looking at like your portfolio, you have things that are just text-based. You have like colors and all different types of illustrations. So that's really interesting to see like you're one person, you have your favorite types of designs, but you can also accommodate so many different types of brands and businesses and what they want. Another thing I was wondering, and you've talked about this a lot about work-life balance or school and business balance. Have you learned any new tips or advice that you would have for someone now that you're even more busy than you have been in the past? Yeah, I mean, recently, I mean, still my main tips of making sure that you have your priorities straight. That's like, honestly, the biggest thing for me, because my business is not my biggest priority. I have like sports and school and like my friends and things like that, that I try to set before my business just so that I have boundaries on like what I can do and what I can't. So honestly, I've realized that that's left me less time for my business. And um, I am kind of excited for the summer also for that, because I know I don't have as much and I can work on my business more. Um, I think just being super busy, like, I, I do think one of the main things um, I've noticed is that social media takes up a lot of my time and just energy, I guess. And I think the actual running of my business part isn't that hard. Like if I just could consistently get orders without social media or do anything like that, I would love it because I can pack orders and I can do things like that. I think it's the marketing that 
I love it. That's like honestly one of my favorite parts, but it just is really hard to like plan content and be able to post all the time and do things like that just because I'm, I try not to focus as much on social media and I'm trying to do that more, just like live my life more. Um, but I do think that is like a big part of owning a business um, that I have kind of realized more lately because it used to kind of come naturally. And now I feel like I have to think about it more when I do it. Um, but I'm still excited to do it. And I'm excited because also I think mostly with content, with clothing and things like that, I can kind of just do like a reel where I'm like dancing or something and like kind of promote my clothing that way, which is what I'm kind of excited about. Um, and I think posts and stuff like that might be easier because I'll just wear the clothing out and take a picture and then bam, there we go. But um, I think it's just definitely hard trying to balance um like everything that you're doing and I don't know if it's necessarily I've become more busy I think I've just started doing more things <laughs> like being more social going um out with my friends more um and I think that's just left less time honestly for my business uh I think sports are also a large factor because I have them pretty much every night and then I do my homework and then I'm ready for bed. <laughs> and so I think it's definitely hard just trying to manage all of that, but I, and I'm not doing the best job of it right now, making time for my business, but I think weekends and things like that definitely help. For sure. And just like looking back on the amount of time that I've spent on social media, kind of as my business has grown, it's always been like at least an hour if I want to post consistently, even if consistently is like two times a week. And just hearing other advice from business people who are like, oh, track your time, see how much, um, how many orders you're getting versus how much time you spend on social media is really fascinating because it's probably not like a huge conversion rate, but it's one of the best ones especially when you're trying to reach teens. So it's, I, I love hearing kind of how you've evolved from a lot of success on social media and posting all of this all of the time to now still having that same sort of success, but making it more of like a lifestyle brand and not something where you need to put as much time and effort every single day to posting about your product. What has been the biggest investment, whether that's like time or money or a risky idea or whatever that you've made in either One Tidy Day or this new business so far? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, always at first ordering, like, I mean, with One Tidy Day, I would order notepads and it would be a lot of money. Like, it was kind of scary to order things and be like, I don't know if these are going to sell. Like, this is kind of scary. Um, and so that was definitely, I'd say a big investment. Um, I think time is probably my biggest investment, mostly in social media, which I've realized. Um, I think it's, it's definitely, yeah, I don't know. I, I spent a lot of time just being in my basement, like making shirts or, um, doing like, packing orders or like designing things um the designs were pretty easy once they were already done because you just like print them but it's still a lot of time commitment and being able to find like the right shirts or the right like notepads 
there's a lot of time that goes into finding like the right things for the right price with the right quality and everything like that. And um, I think it's definitely like people underestimate how much time running a business takes because there is so much that goes into it. And honestly, like I forget about some things. I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot I had to do this. And um, I have to go back and like write an email or um, like post something or I don't, I don't need like adjust something on my website because a button's not working or something like that. And I think the, yeah, there's just so much that goes into owning a business that you just have to constantly really be managing all of your time with everything you do well so that you have time to do those things. And I think I'm a big procrastinator. And I, one of the things I want to start doing is rather than like scrolling on social media, maybe start scrolling on my business account and then start creating content when I find a good idea, because it would be taking the same amount of time. I just would be doing something a little bit more productive. So I'm trying to work on that. But I think, yeah, I think time is probably honestly my biggest investment into my business. Um, yeah, it's, it's a and all of those things you mentioned, like the website and the writing emails and all the time that goes into planning posts for social media, none of that is something people see. So it looks easy to just like design something and put it on a notepad or put it on a shirt or put it on a pair of sweatpants. But it's actually like so much that's going into it every single day. If you're running your business that consistently and posting on social media that much, and it can definitely get to be a lot if you don't have those plans. Like I've never really had plans in place for that. This is my email day and this is my writing content day. And like, do you ever have things like that? Or is it just kind of whatever you have time for? No, I definitely don't plan things out. Like, I mean, there'll be certain times where I'm like, I have to pack orders tonight or something like that. Um, and on weekends and stuff, most of the time I'm like, oh, I should work on my website. But I'm never, most of the time I'll see something and I'll be like, okay, I have to fix that. And so I'll go and fix it like in the moment. But I don't really like, I definitely don't plan out writing emails or anything like that. I mean, if I'm having a launch, most of the time when I'm having a launch, I just completely forget about the emails until the very last minute. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to write an email. Um, But it's, it's just a lot of a lot of stuff going on and I probably it probably would be better if I planned it but I have never I've never really planned it out that much that's another thing about just thinking about something and then doing it in the moment because if you don't like you're gonna forget and I know people say like oh just write it down and do it later but at that point I might not want to do it anymore like I might not think it's a good idea so <laughs> might as well just like do the idea as soon as I think of it mm-hmm so we've talked a lot about Avatari Collective. You also have It's Julia D where you talk about your outdoorsy lifestyle and all of their sorts of and all of those sorts of things. And last time we talked on the Instagram live version of this podcast, you mentioned you wanted to start doing brand partnerships. So have you tried any of those and what has that been like for you? Um, I definitely have. I've done a few like I've been an ambassador for a few brands. It's really fun. I think um, I love it. And I think it's cool. It's a cool way to get paid. I mean, I don't get paid that much, but like I, I get paid like a little bit. And um, I think that's kind of fun. And um, it is just kind of a cool way to expand things. But I think mainly that account for me is just being able to post things that like I enjoy and 
posting something fun if I, I want to and just being able to kind of like do things spontaneously. So um, as much as I love the brand partnerships and I'm really excited to do more of them, I do kind of like just kind of posting what I want to when I want to. And yeah, it is comfortable. Yeah. Back to that, like no planning thing. And I feel like people can tell when you're just posting something because you love it, or you saw a really cool picture and you wanted to share that. It just has a different sort of feel to it when you're scrolling through your feed and you're like, oh, this seems really planned for a launch or for a new product that's coming out versus this is something that this person just really is inspired by or really is loving right now. Yeah. How have you involved your friends in your business and what advice do you have for a listener who might think that their friends might think that their business is weird? Yeah, well, all my friends have been super supportive of my business. Like 120 Day was kind of a big like talking point with my friends, which is kind of interesting now that like the name's changed. I mean, the whole business has changed, Um, but I'm really excited because I'm getting a few of my friends to like model for me for... um, this which I think is obviously really fun and um that might have to happen later because it's really nasty looking outside and I need it to be pretty for the pictures but um I so yeah mostly I I kind of include them my friends are all, all really supportive but I'd say I guess I do definitely understand like when people think businesses are weird um I yeah I get that that happens to a lot of people um I think just, I wouldn't say forget necessarily about what they say. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, do you, because you're doing what you love. And obviously it's better if your friends support that, but I wouldn't say you necessarily have to make them support that. Just keep doing what you're doing and you'll find other people that support you and love your business. And um, likely if those people are kind of seeing what you do, Um, and you just keep doing what you're doing a lot of, I don't know, like, I feel like people like to see that. So even if your friends may maybe think it's weird, if they kind of start, if you just keep doing it anyways, like it's something that you're interested in if, and if they're friends with you, like they should support you. So, um, they don't necessarily have to love what everything that you're doing, but I think just kind of ignoring everyone um and just doing what you want to do because it is your business it's your passion and you shouldn't really think about what other people think although I do understand it is hard and really annoying but it's okay I love that advice and I totally agree with everything you said that yes it's hard and that you obviously want your friends and the people that you spend time with to support your business but if they don't that's okay Tell us what is next for you? What sort of plans do you have, whether it's launches or things on the It's Julia D side? Tell us everything. Well, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Um, I'm definitely working on things. I kind of did like a soft launch of Avataria almost. And so I'm really working on doing more of like a fixed launch. Recently, I've been thinking just since it's been so long and I've gotten like orders and stuff and like most of the stuff is kind of like running out um from like the past launch ish um even though like I did not order very much so like 
I kind of expected it to like go out soon. Um, and so I'm just trying to figure out what to do for the next launch. I think I'm going to try to try start promoting this stuff more, which is kind of hard when I don't have like good photos with like actual people in the clothing. So I might just take photos of myself with the clothing. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out just with this stuff. So then I can create a little bit of content. Um, but then just kind of sell out with those and then I'm going to work on like the actual pictures and then like actual because more of the clothing that I'm going to be working on I think is more exciting it's less basic it has like more designs and more things going on and so I'm really excited about that um I don't really know when I'm gonna launch it hopefully soon when I say soon in like two months but um it's that's kind of something that I'm looking forward to in the future. Um, I, I am just kind of looking at like t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, I'm also using, I mean, one of the main like things with this whole, whole brand was that it could be kind of more gender neutral, I guess, just because I think my other brand, like One Tidy Day was very like female oriented. And um, I didn't really have a problem with that, but I do kind of like the idea of like having both boys and girls like wearing my clothes and stuff like that. Um, because I feel like, there were definitely some like male people in my audience. And I feel like that might be even better to be able to like kind of expand my audience that way. Um, and so I am kind of using like my brother as a inspiration for my clothing, <laughs> just like trying to th find things that like he would wear and I would wear when people say that they're, um, that they're like, what, how do you make your products? Like, how do you design your products and whatever? Like from the very beginning, it was always stuff that I want to use and that I would wear or like, yeah, that I like or think is pretty. And because um, honestly, like if you like it, most likely other people will like it or your audience will like it because that's the most important part. And um, I think that's just kind of what I'm going to be working on, just finding things that I enjoy and that like the people that I love enjoy. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's a huge takeaway as well, that first make something that you love. And if maybe your target audience isn't someone who's a teen girl or whoever you are, then looking at who is someone in your life, whether it's a family member or a friend, and what would this specific person want? I felt like that is something that's so helpful in creative products, not just like a woman who's 26, who lives in an apartment, who wants to send cards to these types of people, but like this specific person in my life that I know has been so helpful for like product development and thinking of designs. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Julia, for coming on the podcast and we will talk soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It has been so much fun talking with you again. Thanks for listening to this episode of Soaring Stories. If you want to stay connected until next week, join my newsletter at the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts.